Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 13th day of February. Welcome, everybody. It's so good to be here with you, and what an honor it is truly to be a part of your journey through the Bible. So I thank you first and foremost uh, for allowing this time and space together. And I also pray that we will be open to hear what it is that God would say and speak and do in us, among us, and through us, through his word. We have turned the page. We're starting a brand new book of the Bible today, reading Leviticus chapters one through four. And this week, we are reading a brand new translation. We are in the contemporary English version. Leviticus chapter one. The Lord spoke to Moses from the sacred tent and gave him instructions for the community of Israel to follow when they offered sacrifices. Sacrifices to please me must be completely burned on the bronze altar. Bulls or rams or goats are the animals to be used for these sacrifices. If the animal is a bull, it must not have anything wrong with it. Lead it to the entrance of the sacred tent and I will let you know if it is acceptable to me. Lay your hand on its head, and I will accept the animal as a sacrifice for taking away your sins. After the bull is killed in my presence, some priests from Aaron's family will offer its blood to me by splattering it against the four sides of the altar. Skin the bull and cut it up while the priests pile wood on the altar fire to make it start blazing. Wash the bull's insides and hind legs so the priests can lay them on the altar with the head, the fat, and the rest of the animal. A priest will then send all of it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. If you sacrifice a ram or a goat, it must not have anything wrong with it. Lead the animal to the north side of the altar where it is to be killed in my presence. Then some of the priests will splatter its blood against the four sides of the altar. Cut up the animal and wash its insides and hind legs. A priest will put these parts on the altar with the head, the fat, and the rest of the animal. Then he will send all of it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. If you offer a bird for this kind of sacrifice, it must be a dove or a pigeon. A priest will take the bird to the bronze altar where he will wring its neck and put its head on the altar. Then he will drain out its blood on one side of the altar, remove the bird's craw with what is in it, and throw them on the ash heap at the east side of the altar. Finally, he will take the bird by its wings, tear it partially open, and send it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. The Lord said, When you offer sacrifices to give thanks to me, you must use only your finest flour, put it in a dish, sprinkle olive oil and incense on the flour, and take it to the priests from Aaron's family. One of them will scoop up the incense together with a handful of the flour and oil. Then, to show that the whole offering belongs to me, the priest will lay this part on the bronze altar and send it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. The rest of the sacrifice is for the priests. It is very holy because it was offered to me. If you bake bread in an oven for this sacrifice, use only your finest flour, but without any yeast. You may make the flour into a loaf mixed with olive oil, or you may make it into thin wafers and brush them with oil. If you cook bread in a shallow pan for this sacrifice, use only your finest flour, mix it with olive oil, 
but do not use any yeast. Then break the bread into small pieces and sprinkle them with oil. If you cook your bread in a pan with a lid on it, you must also use the finest flour mixed with oil. You may prepare sacrifices to give thanks in any of these three ways. Bring your sacrifice to a priest, and he will take it to the bronze altar. Then, to show the whole offering belongs to me, the priest will lay part of it on the altar and send it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. The rest of this sacrifice is for the priests. It is very holy because it was offered to me. Yeast and honey must never be burned on the altar. So don't ever mix either of these in a grain sacrifice. You may offer either of them separately when you present the first part of your harvest to me, but they must never be burned on the altar. Salt is offered when you make an agreement with me, so sprinkle salt on these sacrifices. Freshly cut grain, either roasted or coarsely ground, must be used when you offer the first part of your grain harvest. You must mix in some olive oil, and put incense on top, because this is a grain sacrifice. A priest will sprinkle all of the incense and some of the grain and oil on the altar and send them up in smoke to show that the whole offering belongs to me. When you offer sacrifices to ask my blessing, you may offer either a bull or a cow, but there must be nothing wrong with the animal. Lead it to the entrance of the sacred tent, lay your hand on its head, and have it killed there. A priest from Aaron's family will splatter its blood against the four sides of the altar. Offer all of the fat on the animal's insides, as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. Some of the priests will lay these pieces on the altar and send them up in smoke with a smell that pleases me, together with the sacrifice that is offered to please me. Instead of a bull or a cow, you may offer any sheep or goat that has nothing wrong with it. If you offer a sheep... You must present it to me at the entrance to the sacred tent. Lay your hand on its head and have it killed there. A priest will then splatter its blood against the four sides of the altar. Offer the fat on the tail, the tailbone, and the insides, as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. One of the priests will lay these pieces on the altar and send them up in smoke as a food offering for me. If you offer a goat, you must also present it to me at the entrance to the sacred tent. Lay your hand on its head and have it killed there. A priest will then splatter its blood against the four sides of the altar. Offer all of the fat on the animal's insides, as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. One of the priests will put these pieces on the altar and send them up in smoke as a food offering with a smell that pleases me. All fat belongs to me, so you and your descendants must never eat any fat or any blood, not even in the privacy of your own homes. This law will never change. The Lord told Moses to say to the community of Israel, Offer a sacrifice to ask forgiveness when you sin by accidentally doing something I have told you not to do. When the high priest sins, he makes everyone else guilty too. And so he must sacrifice a young bull that has nothing wrong with it. The priest will lead the bull to the entrance of the sacred tent, lay his hand on its head, and kill it there. He will take a bowl of the blood inside the tent, dip a finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times toward the sacred chest behind the curtain. Then, in my presence, he will smear some of the blood on each of the four corners of the incense altar 
before pouring out the rest at the foot of the bronze altar near the entrance to the tent. The priest will remove the fat from the bull just as he does when he sacrifices a bull to ask my blessing. This includes the fat on the insides as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. He will then send it all up in smoke. The skin and the flesh of the bull together with its legs, insides, and the food still in its stomach are to be taken outside the camp and burned on a wood fire near the ash heap. When the nation of Israel disobeys me without meaning to, the whole nation is still guilty. Once you realize what has happened, you must sacrifice a young bull to ask my forgiveness. Lead the bull to the entrance of the sacred tent where your tribal leaders will lay their hands on its head before having it killed in my presence. The priest will take a bowl of the animal's blood inside the sacred tent, dip a finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times toward the sacred chest behind the curtain. Then, in my presence, he must smear some of the blood on each of the four corners of the incense altar before pouring out the rest at the foot of the bronze altar near the entrance to the tent. After this, the priest will remove the fat from the bowl and send it up in smoke on the altar. Finally, he will burn its remains outside the camp, just as he did with the other bull. By this sacrifice, the sin of the whole nation will be forgiven. Any tribal leader who disobeys me without knowing it is still guilty. As soon as the leader realizes what has happened, he must sacrifice a goat that has nothing wrong with it. This is a sacrifice for sin, so he will lay his hand on the animal's head before having it killed in my presence at the north side of the bronze altar. The priest will dip a finger in the blood, smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar, and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. Then he must send all of the fat up in smoke, just as he does when a sacrifice is offered to ask my blessing. By this sacrifice, the leader's sin will be forgiven. When any of you ordinary people disobey me without meaning to, you are still guilty. As soon as you realize what you have done, you must sacrifice a female goat that has nothing wrong with it. Lead the goat to the north side of the bronze altar and lay your hand on its head before having it killed. Then a priest will dip a finger in the blood. He will smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. After this, the priest will remove all of the fat just as he does when an animal is sacrificed to ask my blessing. The priest will then send the fat up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. This animal is sacrificed so that I will forgive you ordinary people when you sin. If you offer a lamb instead of a goat as a sacrifice for sin, it must be a female that has nothing wrong with it. Lead the lamb to the altar and lay your hand on its head before having it killed. The priest will dip a finger in the blood, smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar, and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. After this, all of the fat must be removed, just as when an animal is sacrificed to ask my blessing. Then the priest will send it up in smoke to me, together with a food offering, and your sin will be forgiven. There are certain things in our culture that seem conducive to 
the season in which we are in. In the summertime, uh, we're more apt to use an outdoor smoker or grill than we are in the wintertime. And so we have certain things in our minds that nothing says summer like a steak on the grill or nothing says winter like driving up and smelling a fire in the fireplace. So the aroma, the smell, uh, of course, it touches our senses in a way that nothing else can, uh, smell and music. So it's interesting to read this today and to sort of gather, you mean my ribeye steak could be a pleasing aroma (laughs) to God? And I mean, I'm not going to answer for God, but why wouldn't he love the smell of ribeye? But that would just be me inserting my personal preferences, speaking for God, which we do all the time. But again, we have to understand and remember context and know that what we're reading takes a form of precision and intentionality. And it's because a culture is being crafted that had never been crafted before. And these requirements will cost this community of people something. And so we hear the requirements of how the whole community must pay for the sins of one person within that community. We could easily hear that and go, wow, that's harsh, isn't it? Or we could zoom out and go, okay, perhaps what greater is happening is accountability to one another is taking place. So if everybody knows the laws, and if everybody knows that if one person falls short, everyone has to pay, we might be a little more vocal about what we say to somebody else when we see them on the verge of wreckage. And so as we hit Leviticus and we read the Levitical law, we're going to be reading things very black and white, but we still have to understand that beyond the black and white, there are greater reasons and purposes for these things being established. And maybe that is a really great thing for us to hold on to in life. Things always seem very black and white. But what I have found in my own life is that underneath the iceberg that stands tall in the water, the vastness of what is underneath and hidden in that water is far greater than what is visible to the eye. There is always more to the story. There's always more going on than what we can see. And so we remember that as we walk through this next book of the Bible. Jesus, we thank you for this space and this time and for meeting with us, for being Emmanuel, God with us, for showing us there's more to the stories in our own lives. There's more to the story of the people that we are encountering every single day. And I pray that we would meet those people with grace and compassion, with love and mercy, with kindness, the same things that we have been met with by you. Show us, teach us, convict us, and change us from the inside out. And I pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
daily audio by I love the music. Can we just stop and imagine ourselves wherever we want to be in this moment? I'm suddenly on a cliff in Ireland <laughs> overlooking the sea uh, and the sunset. Thank God for imagination and creativity. It's hard to leave this moment right now. Daily Audio Bible, that is home base. That's the website. That is also the free app, which you can download if you'd like to partner with us. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for your partnership. We could not do this without you, and we are so eternally grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB, PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174, or if you are utilizing the mobile app, hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner. And lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164, or once again, utilizing the mobile app, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line, hit submit, turn the wheel over to chronological to make sure your request goes to the right place. And also please listen to the instructions as you wait to record. And thank you humbly for praying for one another. The needs are great in a community this size and they are far too great for one person to shoulder the load. And so I thank you all that you bear one another's burdens so beautifully. We'll turn the page together tomorrow and continue in the book of Leviticus. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Good morning, it's Heather in Santa Barbara. This is probably my sixth time calling in since the end of December. And just wanted to see if my message will come through this time. First, thank you everyone for your prayers. You did get me through this and you were the reason why I didn't fail because I wanted you all to come along this journey with me and be thrivers. And I guess during the holiday there was less prayers and so I heard your prayers almost immediately like two days later and you guys definitely rocked my world and your prayers, thank you, um, broke up some fallow ground and I realized how very little I loved myself and how inward focused I was, um, you know, and understandably slow because it was, you know, it was hard. Um, but I need to be loving God and loving myself and making better loving decisions in my life. And that includes the people that are in it that are, my, including myself, um, that are affecting me. And so I have made a lot of reparations with my healthy friends and family and removed some not healthy friends and family um, and have started loving myself better and can see how people can get there. And I never ever would have thought it would have been me and how prideful is that mindset. So um, I love you guys, thank you. 
Hey, Dina, this is Joyfully Joe. And I've been thinking about you and praying for you, um, along with all the others who have called in. Um, yeah, my little brother committed suicide, so it always takes me a minute to um, reconcile all those trigger points that I have. But I wanted to push past that today and say that um, you are loved. You are greatly loved. You are loved by your creator. He uh, made you fearfully and wonderfully. You are unique. There's no one else like you, Dina. He created you especially, and he has a purpose and a plan for you. And um, Dear sister, I wish I knew all the words to reach you. I couldn't reach my brother, and that's what makes this so hard. But I know my love or anyone's love on the DAB is not great enough to reach you. It's only God's precious and wonderful love, the love that sent his son um, to shed the blood that even covers you. If you are, if you belong to him, um, you are free from guilt and sin and shame, and uh, and he sits with you in this troubled time. And I just wanted to tell you that. Hey, Deb family, this is Sally from Alberta in Canada. And I just heard Desert Rose from LA, and. My sister, I just want to lift you up in prayer, you and your husband. And I just want to say to you that we can't control others, but what we can do is we can just give them to Jesus. He tells us to cast our burdens onto him because he cares for us. And I know it's easier said than done, but what you need to do, my sister, is just give him over to the Lord and then stop worrying and stop holding on to it. You can pray for him, but you've got to let go of that burden and give it over. And when you give it over, you'll see the miraculous happen. And so I just lift you up today. I just pray for peace in your heart. I pray for your heavenly, for the heavenly angels to be around you and your husband. And I just pray for peace, that supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. And I just pray that whatever happens, that it'll be his kingdom come and his will be done right now in both of your lives. And I just thank you for the privilege of just asking us to pray for you and your grace to ask for prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Good morning, this is Jess from Ohio. Just wanted to call in for Dina. And let you know, Dina, that we are still praying for you, that many of us throughout the world still have you in our prayers. And we believe God is going to send you the peace and the comfort and the strength that you need. Please call back in, Dina, and give us an update when you can. I also wanted to update on my family member with cancer. Um, he is getting the treatment that he needs. The doctors found it 
fairly quickly, so his treatment is less aggressive than they originally thought it would be. He started that, so continue to keep him in your prayers. I also have a coworker who is having a lot of health issues. If you could lift her up, her name is Mary Jo, um, and just pray for her health issues and healing in her body. And I appreciate all the prayers and this community. I hope everyone has a wonderful day.